0: you're tuned in to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique, a place where we discuss matters of the heart from love, relationships, dating, marriage, divorce, co-parenting, and everything else in between. So sit back, relax, and pay attention because it's time to Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. Welcome back, my beautiful people, to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I am your girl Tierra Monique, and it is time to talk it up. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you all are having a great day today. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute, but I'm here, and um, we just gonna hop back into it. Like I ain't never left. Like, like I ain't been through the fire. <laughs> I've been through the fire, y'all, and I'm still going through, but God, so welcome back. If this is your first time joining my YouTube channel, my name is Tierra Monique, and the Talk It Up with Tierra Monique podcast is all about me casting my net, like Simon Peter did when Jesus told him just to throw the net out, and I am casting my net out to people to let them know, I'm basically, I'm a fisher of men, I guess you can say. By showing my life, sharing my life lessons um, and my journey as I walk with God through life and to let people know that they are not alone. And that even though you may go through things, even though it may seem like you're never going to get through them or whatever it is, you know, you're going to get through them. And you're going to get through them with God and and you have to rely on God no matter what. So I talk about life, relationships, divorce, marriage, um, my faith with God, parenting, co-parenting, being a daughter, being a sister, being a friend, all that good stuff that comes along with my life, um, depression, addictions, all all this stuff. So, but today we are going to talk about. Dun-ta-da-da trusting god in the fog yes, yes yes yes. trusting god in the fog before we get into all of that let's pray so god we thank you for this day we thank you for this opportunity to dive into your word today i pray that everyone who listens and everyone who watches will get something that will make their life better and i will help them to rely on you more and trust you god in all things In jesus name, i pray amen Amen? Okay, okay. So, forgive me if I'm looking up, I'm looking in. I don't know. I always never know where to look. (laughs) So, here we go. Trusting God in the fog. So, this came to me, man, some time ago. And, of course, I was going to record this a long time ago. And God has been on me for me to record this. And I have been a disobedient little child of God. And I have been just... Like always, God, I'm not good enough to do this. God, I'm not good enough to do this though. But anyway, but here I am and I'm doing it. So trusting God in the fog. So let's start off with this. What is fog? If you've ever seen fog, um, if you've ever driven through fog, um, you may think of fog as like this really thick (laughs) substance that's in the air where you can't see. And so I found a couple of uh, definitions of fog and I just put them all together. And this is what it they said fog is a thick cloud suspended in the atmosphere that obscures and confusing confuses your vision. Okay, so fog is just you can't see. You can't you can't see it. It's like it's moving, it's you know, it's right in front of you. You know, when you're driving outside, usually it's right in, it's in, the, in the beginning of the day, in the morning, you know, when the dew is out. And, you know, all is happening with the sun and the clouds and everything. And then lately, <laughs> because of climate change, I guess, um, we've been seeing fog in the evenings, which is weird, um, or during the day. So it just all depends on the atmosphere and the weather and whatever's going on. So yeah, so so fog is this thick cloud, like when the cloud comes down from the sky and it's and it's right in front of us and it makes us not be able to see, which is why I say, and so that's what fog is. And I was thinking about this because I've been trusting God for quite some time, right? And I I want to say this: you never stop trusting God, like that never stops like you like our whole life as a as a Christian um, is to depend and lean and trust on God all and all things you know the good the bad all that good stuff so but what happens when you are faced with having to trust God for things that you don't that you can't see because sometimes we like we'll trust God for things when we know that they're about to happen, like, um, like I know, like, if you know, like, you're pregnant and you know you're about to have a baby, oh, I'm trusting God, I'm gonna have this baby. You're more inclined to feel like, um, you know, this is gonna happen because you can see it, like, that you see the baby is inside of you. Um, so you already have the faith that this that you're gonna deliver this baby. You know, when the time comes. So what? But what if you have to trust God with the unseen, with the unknown? Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, when you're pregnant, you know what's going to happen. You know you're going to have a baby, right? But what if, you know, you're in a situation where you don't know what's going to (laughs) happen? Like, I'm in that situation right now. I don't know what's going to happen in the next two weeks. I am trusting God for a house. And I need to have a house. (laughs) And my kids are about to go back to school. I need to have a house and um, I need the room. You know, my daughter is 14. My son is seven. My youngest son is seven. So mm-hmm. they can't be in the same room anymore that we need an extra bedroom. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to get re- I've applied like four times. I don't know what's going to happen. So this story came to my head and it's like when I was married and we were driving to Alabama and it was like one of those times where he fell asleep, of course, <laughs> even though he was supposed to stay awake and I'm driving, you know, but I'm excited, you know, I'm excited to drive. I like driving. I get much of sickness. So I'd rather drive than to, you know, uh, then sit on the, on the passenger side. So I'm driving and we were in Georgia. We had just got through Atlanta. We we're outside of Georgia and all of a sudden this, it just got this fog came out of nowhere. It was like what is going on? It was in the morning. It was like mid-morning, I think it was. And you just couldn't see I just couldn't see. You couldn't see. Sometimes a fog, you know, the closer you get into it, you can see a little bit cuz like you're going through it and it's like just, you know, you're just driving right through it and it's like it just it looks like the clouds are just hitting hitting your car hitting your windshield and like okay at least you can like at least I can see the the you know the brake lights or the lights um the the back tail the tail lights of the person in front of me or at least I can see this fog was so dense I mean it was so thick you couldn't see anything it was the scariest thing I'm here with um seeing the I think it was this movie called the it was a movie that came out years ago in the eighties. I think. I think it was. I think it was a fog movie. You couldn't see or the it was something, but you you just cannot see, right? So I'm freaking out, right? I'm freaking out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. Oh my god, I can't see. I can't see. I'm like, wake up, wake up, wake up. I can't see. And he was like, what? What's wrong? I said, I can't see. And so I'm, I'm still trying to drive the speed limit, right? Going through this thick fog. And he was like, just slow down. And I was like, what? He was like, you can't see. You know where you're going. Just stay in your lane and slow down. And I was like, okay. And he went back to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so that's what I did. I slowed down. And I stayed in my lane, you know, I made sure you, know, you look in your side of your mirrors, making sure I was in my lane. I mean, I was on the far left lane anyway, but made sure I stayed in the lane. I didn't go off in the, in the median. I didn't go off in the right, in the other lane. I just slowed down and stayed in my lane. And sure enough, eventually I was able to get out of the area that had the dense fog. And I made it through with no problems. And that's how it is with God. When we are going through life and we come, ac- come up against obstacles in our lives and we can't see our way, but we're trusting God like, God, I know you're going to get me through this. I don't know how you're going to get me through this. I don't even know what's on the other side of this, outside of victory, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to get the job. I don't know if I'm going to get the house. I don't know if I'm going to get married. I don't know if if I'm ever going to break this addiction. I don't know if, I'm, I, don't know if this, I don't know if the pain is ever going to end. I can't see it. I can't see it. But I'm trusting you God. I'm trusting you. And God is saying slow down. Just slow down. Because we're going at a fast pace. We're trying to get through. Oh, hallelujah. We're trying to get through the obstacle. We're trying to get through this trial. We're trying to get through this adversity fast. Because we want to hurry up and get out of it. Because, you know, it's painful. You know, it's it's um you're unsure. There's uncertainty in it. And we just want to get out of it. Because we, we want to know. We want to see what's happening. But sometimes... God will allow you to go through things where you don't have no idea what's going to happen. You can't see what's happening. Sometimes you're going through, you can say, okay, all right, I've this. All right, the next thing I have to do is this. And next thing I have to do is you can see the steps. But what if you're in a situation where you cannot see the steps? You don't know what's next. You don't know what's going to happen. And we're trying to hurry up and get through it because it's so uncomfortable, This trial and this tribulation and this adversity, this obstacle is so uncomfortable. We're trying to get through it so fast. And God is like, slow down. You need to slow down. Slow down and trust that I'm here. Slow down. I'm going to get you through this. But you're not going to get through it as fast as you think you are. You have to slow down. Slow down. There is a lesson in the process when we slow down we have to trust the process and i have a early quote usually it's at the end but um pastor perkins of impact church in norfolk virginia he said god will have you take steps that are ordered but not known so god will have you go through things he will have you take Steps go through a journey, go through adversity, go through an obstacle, go through a trial and tribulation where you don't know what's gonna happen next. You don't know. It says God will have you take steps that are ordered but not known. You don't know what the next step is. They're ordered. God has already ordered your steps, but you don't know what the what the next step is. Sometimes we're so used to seeing the step-by-steps. We see okay like like you know like baking a cake first you do this the next thing you do this the next thing you do this see you're you're um full of um peace in a a situation like that because you know okay all i have to do is follow these steps and if i follow these steps correctly then i'm going to get a cake you know if i follow these steps correctly then i'm going to if i follow the instructions to put this bed together or whatever then i'm going to get a bed But you will go through situations where you won't even know what the next step is. You have to focus on one step at a time. God will order your steps and you won't even know what the next step is. The next steps are unknown, but you have to slow down and focus on one step at a time. One step at a time, like Jordan Sparks. One step at a time, there's no need to rush. (laughs) (laughs) it's like learning to fly okay anyway (laughs) so but yeah just one step at a time your your steps are ordered but your but he won't allow you to know what the next step is until you complete that one so you have to go through each step and so the question is can you trust God in the fog can you trust God when things are happening in your life and you have no idea what's going to happen next When you can't see your way out of it. And the only thing you can do is rely and trust on God. And I know it's hard. Because right right now I have no idea what's going to happen. But I'm trusting and believing in God. That he knows what's best for me. And my steps are ordered by God. And even though I may not know what the next step is. My focus right now is to slow down. And focus on this step. And once I complete this step. Then God's gonna reveal the next step. Every time I pass the test. It's like, it's like passing the test of life. There's a book that I've read over and over, but I've never completed it. <laughs> I've started it, but I've never completed it. But it's a good book. It's because I my mind I get distracted when reading books. I'm good at audible. But there's a there's a book out by George L. Davis. Uh he's a pastor of um, Impact Church in Jacksonville, Florida, and his, he has a book called Passing the Tests of Life, and each part of life, there is a test, and you can't get to the next test until you pass the first test, and that's what, and that's what that quote was saying by Pastor Perkins, God will have you take steps that are ordered, but not known, so it's like, that can be very frustrating, because you're like, God, okay, You've already ordered my steps. How come come you can't just let me see them? Why won't you let me see the steps so I can know what's going to happen? But God is saying, no, you need to trust that I know what's best for you. And I have your best interest at heart. And I know that you can handle this and you can get through this. So just trust me because you complete this step. Okay, then you can go to the next step. And you go to the next step and just know that in this, in this season of your life where you can't see what's going to happen, where it seems like everything is uncertain, just know I have already ordered your steps for like Jeremiah 29, 11, for God already, he already knows our plans. He already made the plans for us, right? For I know the plans I have for you, right? So if God already knows our plans, we can trust and believe and know that God already has our best interests at heart. he's not going to set us up for failure we already have the victory on the other side but we have to trust god knowing that he has everything ordered for us right right okay so that's good and dandy right So, so how do i trust god in the fog this is how you trust god in the fog with the word of god okay It's one thing to say, okay, I trust you, God, I trust you, God, I trust you, God, but it's better to have the Word of God so that whenever you feel like giving up, whenever you feel like going back to those things that you, that God delivered you from, that you have overcome because you're in a situation where it feels unbearable and you're like, oh, I'm going to fail, this don't seem right. I don't, I can't, I don't know what's going to happen next. And then you start to, um, you start to give up and you like slowly go back to the way you used to do things. Like you slowly, like you want to numb, you want to, it's like someone who's always gone through, you have, have, you, have you ever gone through a, a situation, a season or whatever your life where it feels like rejection after rejection after rejection? Um, like, no, you hear no, you hear no. Or you start this thing and you try to finish it and it doesn't and it doesn't work out and then you try to do this and it doesn't work out and then you get so used to failure that when something seems like it's going right for you for once in your life you give up before it finally comes to completion and 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 then you start oh it's going to be just like it happened last time. It ain't going to work just like it happened last time. And you start, you know, having a pity party and you start negatively talking about yourself and your life and, you know, bringing your past back up. And then you may go back to that person who misery loves company. And they're like, yeah, you know, it didn't happen next time. You know, it ain't just it ain't going to never happen. It ain't going to never happen for us. And you start speaking negative talk over your life or you end up you want to give up because you can't see what's happening you, you know you you're uncertain so you're like oh it ain't gonna work and you're like this ain't gonna work I, I'm just not good enough you know this is too good to be true so what do you do you go back to alcohol you go back to smoking you go back to sex you go back to things that you shouldn't meet and you go back to you know uh impulse shopping you go back to laziness you go back to negative talk you just go back to those things because in those things it felt comfortable because you are used to that you're used to that failure you're used to that guilt you're used to that shame you're used to all of that and God's saying no not this time trust me in the fog I know you can't see it I know it I know it's hard I know you feel like you've been going through through it through it over and over again but I need you not to give up this time. Don't give on me because I have not given up on you. And the way that you don't give up on, on God and the way that you fight those feelings of inadequacy and you fight those feelings of, of doubt and, and shame and guilt is you you conquer that with the word of God. You fight it with the word of God. You can say, I trust God all the time, but say it with the word of God. We fight our flesh and we fight negativity and we fight the enemy with the word of God. We, that's how, the word of God is, is it's our weapon. The word of God is our weapon, okay? So so for the, the rest of this podcast, I'm just going to read you scripture, okay? That's it. And you can play this back and you can just repeat these scriptures. You can write these scriptures down. I'm just going to give you some scriptures that are based on trusting God trusting God because we can't do life without God trust in the Lord can you trust God in the fog okay so here's some scriptures okay so, so let's go ahead and get into it scripture Jeremiah seventeen seven. now let me go, disclaimer these scriptures are in a different version translation but you can go to whatever translation that is best for you okay so just write the scripture down or look it up, and whatever translation that you prefer is yours. I wrote this, the translation down, but I forgot to write down what it what the <laughs> what the acronyms were. <laughs> anyway, just look it up, okay? All right. So Jeremiah 17 and 7 and the C E B translation says, Happy are those who trust in the Lord, who rely on the Lord. So happiness. So God cares about your happiness. I know sometimes you hear people say, "God didn't say for you to be happy. He said for you to be. He said for you to be joyful. For you to draw upon His strength." This scripture right here says, "Happy are those who trust in the Lord, who rely on the Lord." So that means that God does want us to be happy. He doesn't want us to focus on the happiness to the point where we get so sort of caught up in trying to be happy and not trying to follow his word. But by following him, happiness comes. So happy are those who trust in the Lord, who rely on the Lord. Okay, that means that you are you have a smile on your face, you know, you, you're, you're gleeful, you know, you're trusting in God because God cares about you. Okay, here's another one, Isaiah 26 and 4 trust in the lord forever for the lord is a rock for all ages that's telling us that we need to depend on him we need to trust in him forever not just in the bad times but forever in the good and the bad every day in our lives we need to trust god we need to have faith in god just like we trust Getting in our car. Just like we trust sitting in a chair. We don't even think about it. We just do it. And that's how we have to trust God. We just do it. We just do it. That's, <laughs> I know that's Nike. But we just do it. We just trust in God. Just trust in God. Just do it. It's, it's supposed to happen. And the more you do it, it's going to come second nature to you. Because see, we were born to not trust God we were born in sin, right? Right. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you were born on a wedlock. I'm not saying that, but we were born in sin, right? Not until we know who God is, and we say yes to Him and yes to His Son Jesus, and ask the Holy Spirit to come into our lives, that's when we are born again. But first, we are born into sin, right? Right. So it's in our nature to not trust God. It's in our nature to go the opposite direction. But when we are born again, it's going to become second nature to us to trust in God. It says, trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord is a rock for all ages. Okay. Psalms 115 11 in the CEB translation, you who honor the Lord, trust in the Lord. God is their help and shield. So when we trust in God, he is our protector and our helper trusting in God Makes him our protector and our helper. All right. Psalm 37, 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Live in the land and form faithfulness. We become faithful when we trust in God. And see, it says "Farm faithfulness. That means the seeds of trust produce faithfulness. The seeds of trust produce faithfulness as we trust in God we become faithful towards him so trusting in God is a seed that we plant in our hearts that will that grows and into faithfulness towards God okay and it says do good trust in the Lord and do good okay don't trust in the Lord and then be nasty and mean to other people around you no that's how the Bible said God tells us to trust in the Lord and do good okay all right psalms one fifteen nine says but you israel trust in the lord god is their help and shield there it is again god is our help and our shield as we trust in him and i put my name in parentheses but you Tierra, trust in the lord god is your help and shield you had to make the scripture personal okay make it personal Make it personal because when you make it personal, then you will rely on it. It, be, it becomes you, right? You're not, you're not just saying a scripture about somebody else. You're saying the scripture about you. All right. Here's another one. Psalms 4 and 5. Bring righteous offerings and trust in the Lord. Now, I read that righteous offerings as good and acceptable, sincere worship. Offerings is not is not necessarily a monetary gift to God. It is also good and acceptable, sincere worship to God when we worship Him with our life, when we worship Him with our words and and our actions and our be and our behavior, and we trust in God. So God wants us to bring Him good and acceptable, sincere worship. Don't worship. God out of guilt and shame don't feel like oh I gotta worship him let me go ahead and worship him don't don't worship him just because the worship leader and the pastor or someone told you to worship God you worship God because you know that he is Lord of Lords you know that he who he is he is wonderful he is awesome he is magnificent he is sovereign he is our provider he is our protector he is our healer he is our way maker And you bring him good and acceptable, sincere worship to him as we trust in the Lord. Okay. All right. Psalms 84, 12 says, Lord of heavenly forces. Those who trust in you are truly happy. There it is again about happiness. Those who trust in you are truly happy. Not fake happy. Not me put my smile on my face and like I'm happy when I'm at church. And somebody asks me, how am I doing? And we go, oh yeah, I'm great. God is good. No, when we trust in God, when we're not around anybody, when it's just me and God alone, when I'm trusting in him, I will be happy. I will truly be happy. Okay. Not the happiness that comes from material possessions, but the happiness that comes from trusting in God it's priceless. Okay. All right. Proverbs three and five. A lot of people know this one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't rely on your own intelligence. (laughs) I like that translation. That's that's C-E-B. That's a translation C-E-B. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not a little bit of it, all of it. Don't rely on your own intelligence. God knows more, so seek his wisdom. That's what I wrote down right there. God knows more, so seek his his wisdom. So don't rely on your own intelligence. Another version says, do not rely on your own understanding. (laughs) God's understanding is different than our understanding. We understand it from a human standpoint. God understands it from an infinite being, from his holiness, his faithfulness, his sovereignness. He understands, he, his ways are, are different in our ways. So that means his wisdom is different than our wisdom, right? So we need to seek God's wisdom. And how do we seek God's wisdom? By getting into his presence, by being with him, and by reading his word, okay? So we got to trust in God with all of our heart. Not just a little bit of it, but with all of it, okay? And don't rely on our own thinking. All right, Psalms 118, 8. It's far better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust any human being. <laughs> that was a good one. Why? Because so many of us want to trust in people. God didn't tell us to trust in people. Nowhere in the Bible does God tell us to trust in a person. If it is, please let me know in the comment section because I would greatly like to li- look at it and read it and and put and write it down in my in my book here <laughs> in my notebook. <laughs> um, it don't say that. It says, it's far better to take refuge in the Lord, right? That means to take refuge in Him and who He is than for us to, um, to depend on any human. Why are we trying to depend on a human being? We should not be trying to depend on a human being, okay? Okay, we're supposed to depend on God. It is far better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust any human being why because humans can be fickle you cannot trust anybody 100 okay i'm gonna say 100 now you can trust people not to say you can't but do not put more trust in them than you will put in god because it's far better for you to take take refuge in god our lord our savior jesus christ than it is for us to trust man okay all right. Psalms 125, 1 says, Trust in the Lord. The people no, sorry, let me go back. The people who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, never shaken, lasting forever. You're unshakable. When we trust in the when we trust in God, we build up our strength. We become strong in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Also, this scripture says that when we trust in God, we are like, we are like Mount Zion. Mount Zion was a huge mountain, strong, that would withstand a lot of things. We won't be shaken. We are unshakable. We trust in God, we become unshakable. That means when anybody tries to throw doubt and fear, the naysayers, and what we say nowadays, um, the haters, um, we are unshakable. They cannot break us down. We are not defeated. We are always victorious when we trust in God. Okay? Okay. We won't, we won't be defeated. We are strong. Proverbs 22, 19 says, So that your trust will be in the Lord. I'm teaching you today. Yes, you. <laughs> so trust in the Lord. Your trust will be in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Okay? All right. Psalms one eighteen nine. 9. It is far better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust any human leader. There it is again. It said it again, Proverbs 118, 9. And it said it in Proverbs 118, 8. So it's telling you again, hey, it's like, okay, let me remind you again. I told you it's far better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust any human leader. Don't put all your eggs in one basket when it comes to your boss, when it comes to your pastor, when it comes to, your parents, when it comes to anybody in authority over you, trust in God first, okay? Trust in God first. Seek shelter in the Lord's love and faithfulness. Grace, goodness, provision, protection, and on and on and on. I wrote that down. All right. Now, here are the consequences when we don't trust in the Lord, okay? Listen to this. Jeremiah seventeen five. The Lord proclaims cursed are those who trust mere humans who depend on human strength and turn their hearts from the Lord. Do you want to be cursed? I don't want to be cursed. I want to be blessed. I want to be like, like Deuteronomy. I don't know. I think it's Deuteronomy 30 or 28 when it says I'm blessed everywhere. <laughs> Basically to sum it up. I'm blessed everywhere. I am blessed everywhere. So I don't want to be cursed. So this scripture right here says that you will be cursed if you depend on other people more than you depend on God. That's what it say right here in the word. I'm going to say it again. It says the Lord proclaims cursed are those who trust mere humans who depend on human strength and turn their hearts from God. Oh, he also said, and if you turn your heart from God, Meaning you're trusting men, when you trust men more than you trust God, that means you're turning your heart from Him. That means you're you're allowing a human being to make things happen for you. God will use another human being to help you. But if we put more trust in that human being who did not send his son Jesus Christ down, down the cross for us, who did not lead the Holy Spirit to guide us, all they did was be born. Okay. So you can be cursed. So don't turn your heart from God. I know it gets hard. I know you don't understand it. And sometimes it's hard to trust someone that you've never seen before. But like that song by, um uh what's his name? Toby Mack. He has a song that says that, I see you in everything all day. No matter where I'm going, your love keeps reminding me. Every day when you wake up, that's God showing you his love. Every, that's seeing God. Every time you see yourself. You're seeing God because God made us in his image and his likeness, right? So when you look up and you see yourself in the mirror, God is in you. When you go out and you see the clouds and the sun and and everything, God is in you. And I know there's so many things going on in this world today that we can't even understand. And I can't wrap my mind around it either. But I'm still trusting in God that he's going to make a way for all the people in the world who need him today no matter what they're facing no matter what they're going through that god will make a way okay all right um proverb 16:20 says those with hold on i wrote this down i can't see it oh sorry those with insight find prosperity those who trust in the lord are blessed okay i want god's blessing more than i want human's prosperity those with insight, meaning those who have the knowledge to make money to be prosperous, right? Those who have insight will find prosperity. Basically, those who have not, you see all these, all these commercials. Hey, you want to earn money? Go on Amazon. Hey, you want to do this? Go do this. Hey, you want to earn money? That's insight. They have knowledge on how to make money. They say, okay, you will find prosperity that way. But those who trust in the Lord are blessed. I want God's blessing more than I want the the prosperity of man because God's blessing goes on and on and on and on. Man's prosperity starts and stops. God's blessing keeps going. It doesn't end. So I don't, I don't want that, right? We don't want that. We don't want that. All right. Proverbs 28, 25 says, greedy people stir up conflict, but those who trust God in the Lord, become prosperous. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Don't try to go through this process too fast. Trust God in the fog, right? Right? It says we will become prosperous. So at the end of this, while you're going through the fog and you can't see what's going on and your steps are ordered, but you can't see the next step because God's waiting for you to finish the first step. Know that at the end of this, hallelujah, hallelujah, You will become prosperous because you will trust in God. All right. You. Now this. It's not a scripture. This is not a book that's in my Bible, but it was on the list that I found on this website. You who fear the Lord, trust him and won't lose your work. You who fear the Lord, trust him and won't lose your, I'm sorry, your reward. So you who fear the Lord, trust him and won't lose your reward. I don't know this scripture. It says sira- sriracha. Not sriracha. <laughs> not, not the sauce. But I don't know. Mm-mm. But anyway, but I thought it was a good scripture anyway. You who fear the Lord, trust him and won't lose your reward. I think it's true. All right. Here's another one. Uh, Micah seven I'm sorry. Zephaniah 3 and 2 says uh, not listening or trusting God. I'm sorry. That's wrong. I wrote that wrong. I'm sorry. Micah 7 5 says trust God only. I think I just went ahead and just paraphrased that one. Oh, but that, that's not my scriptures, y'all. So okay. I thought I, had, I thought I had some more. But anyway. So I hope you all got some good stuff out of that. You see how many scriptures I wrote I that I wrote down? Oh, I forgot I forgot one. Here it is. I'm sorry. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him. He will act. Psalms 375. So this is telling us that as we commit our ways to the Lord, because God's ways are better than our ways, commit your way to the Lord and trust him. So commit your life to God. Commit your ways to the Lord because we want to give we want to give way <laughs> to God to lead our lives in the right way, in his way. And it says to trust him and he will act. God will act on our behalf. I wrote down here. He's your, he's your activist. God is our activist. He is our lawyer. He will fight for us. He will defend us as we commit our way to him and trust him. God will act. God will act as you trust him. God will act while you're going through the fall. You don't know what's going on right now, but as you commit your way to him, right? You said, God, I don't know what's going on, but you told me I have to do this. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit my way to you. and I'm going to trust you and God will act. Your prayers will be answered. They won't be answered in your time, but they will be answered in God's time. And I'm learning that for real, for real. Okay. Okay. So I hope you all got some good out of this. Um, let me tell you, y'all, I am... I am, I am, I'm not saying I'm going through it like, like really bad. Cause I don't, uh, there are people who are going through worse things than I am. I still have a roof over my head. I still, um, am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. And I am trusting God in the fog. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I put my trust in God. I am not going to worry because God told me not to worry about tomorrow. So I'm gonna trust in him. So I'm asking you, will you trust God in the foggy moments of your life? Can you trust God in the foggy moments of your life? Yes, you can. I'm going to answer that for you. Yes, you can. But will you? Am I looking up here? I'm looking looking at you. (laughs) Will you? Will you trust God in the foggy moments of your life? Will you give your life over to him and your way and commit your way to him? and allow him to do what he knows what to do best. God is God and he is sovereign. He is so smart. He is intelligent. He is a waymaker, he is a healer, he is a wonderful counselor. He is my God. He is my provider. He is my he is my protector. He is my friend, he is my comforter. He is my healer. He is my father. And he is good and he is faithful his love never ends and as we trust in him he will reward us he will reward us and we will become strong we will become strong there's a song out trust in the lord by friend hammond go listen to that and that's a good one so like this quote says god will have you take steps that are ordered but not known okay so just know your steps are ordered by god okay I think Brandon Hammond has one of those too. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> I hit, I hit, the, I hit the thing. There is another quote though by Pastor Jerry Flowers, and it says, "God answers us in three ways." Okay, he says, he said, God answers in three ways: yes, no, and wait. If He says no, praise Him because it's all for our good. If he says yes, thank him. And if he says to wait, trust him. Nothing worth having comes easy. So he says yes, we're going to thank him. Thank you, God, for the yes. If he says no, we're going to praise him. Thank you, God, because you know what's best. It's all working out for our good, Romans 8, 28. And if he says wait, not right now trust him knowing that nothing worth having comes easy trust god we can trust god we can wait we can be patient and we will become even more stronger as we wait on the lord okay i hope and pray you got something out of this today Let's pray. God, I thank you, God, for all those who are listening and watching with me today. I pray they got something good out of this. I pray that they will remember the scriptures, go and look for the scriptures themselves, and trust you in all of their ways and all of their lives. And they will trust you in the foggy, uncertain moments of their life, knowing that you know what's best for them and that the victory is on the other side of the fog. God, you will lead us in the right way because you have already ordered our steps. I just thank you, Father, for them. I thank you, God, for your love and your patience. Mm. I thank you, God, for your love, your kindness, your faithfulness. I thank you for your patience, too, because you are patient with us when we get impatient. (laughs) So, God, I thank you, God. Meet every knee of those who are listening and watching. Protect them and heal them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, thank you so much for joining me today on another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I have enjoyed you. I have enjoyed you. I always get happy and excited about God and what He is doing. I am not perfect, nor do I ever claim to be, but I know I trust a, a perfect God and He loves little old and perfect me. Okay? And He loves little old and perfect you and He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will always be there for you no matter what, even when you mess up, even, even when you start trusting him and you stop trusting him and you get back on the wagon and trust him again, he is still there and he will never leave us. He will never leave you. Cause God still loves you. God loves you no matter what. So trust him no matter what. Okay. Okay. So until next time, God bless you. Love yourself. Love other people. Um, Matthew 6.33, seek God first in all things. Seek, seek his kingdom, okay? Seek God first in all things. And until next time, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, share with other people. I'm not looking to try to gain thousands of followers. I'm just trying to help people come to know who God is and um, to live a better life with Christ. Okay? Okay. All right. I love you. Swoochies. Until next time.